Welcome to Season 3, Episode 5 of the Family Travel Australia podcast. We are Katie, Paul and Jasper from the Feel Good family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome to this week's episode. Hello again. All right, it's going to be a full episode, so we're going to get straight into it this week. Let's do it. So we have had a a little bit of a curveball, obviously, with my broken ankle. (laughs) I love how you say a little bit of a (laughs) curveball. Look, if it it wasn't painful, I'd be fine. I'd just be kicking back with my feet up. Getting weighted on (laughs) 24-7. And Jasper's, you know, we mentioned last episode, uh, really being a, a beautiful helper. He is. Mm. He is absolutely looking after you. Uh, but, look, I am, uh, you know, not going to lie about this. I'm experiencing some pretty uh, deep bone pain, uh, not all the time, which is great, but uh, certainly lets me know that I've got a broken ankle. So, look, uh, two and a half weeks in now. Wow. So I'm hoping in this next sort of week and a half that that will start to ease up a little. Mm. Uh, the moon boot is certainly an incredible invention. I still don't really understand in my head how it works, but I, I love that it does and it allows you to be mobile when we need you to be mobile. Exactly. I'm still walking around weight bearing, which is wonderful. And I think a large part of the moon boot was, Besides the fact that it makes you very solid in your boot and ma- makes you feel stable, is it does something in your in your head. Mm. It's a little bit mm. of a false sense of security because when I take it off, uh, I'm aware yeah. again. Yeah. Anyway, so look, feeling good, staying positive, and happy to have had a a pretty exciting phone call there from our friends at Apollo, mm. who have reached out with a little bit of a lifeline, a bit of a helping hand. Oh, absolutely. I mean, gosh, our plans were so up in the air. We didn't know what was going to happen in terms of would we actually, I mean, you got the all clear to travel from your doctor, but would we actually physically be able to keep on the road with the van and all that goes along with that? So that phone call from Apollo certainly was was a welcome surprise. And we're, we're talking as though you know exactly who Apollo are. Uh, but for those of you who aren't aware, Apollo Leisure, they're the largest RV rental company uh, in Australia. And they're, they're quite large, actually, I think, in other parts of the world, Europe in particular. And they have a plethora of different size vans, motorhomes, you name it, that really can accommodate any type of traveller. Yes. Backpacker to full family, uh, to a family like ours. And so to be offered the the chance to remove the pressure really of, I mean, you're towing the caravan amazingly. (laughs) Not that. (laughs) Well, thank you. You know, that was going to be an issue. It was more that it's the hitch, unhitch, managing Jasper and our life and everything that comes with uh, the full-time travel, you know, content producers that we are is uh, is quite a huge task. So this really removed the pressure and getting into this, you know, almost brand new Iveco, if I'm saying the right 
um, uh, manufacturer of this particular motorhome uh, engine and body, this beautiful vehicle, what do you think driving it? Well, can I just clarify that basically Apollo, our good friends, they called us, they said, hey, we're going to give you a motorhome for a couple of weeks. We know how full on it must be for you guys with the van, with Paul's ankle. So come and pick up a motorhome, one of our rental fleet, take it for a spin, go and continue on your travels, Mm. have that experience. So that was just awesome. And I have to say, I love driving this vehicle. It is, I mean, it's a brand new vehicle, which is just beautiful, but it feels seriously like you are driving an everyday car on the road with power steering and cruise control. It doesn't feel like you're driving a big, long, tall motorhome. I absolutely love driving this motorhome. Yeah, it's like a mini apartment on wheels. It is. And it's, I mean, it's fantastic with fully equipped with everything that you need to be self-sufficient to go off on a holiday. So, I mean, we're just, we are just so thankful for mm. that offer from Apollo. It is. I mean, it's living full time in our van. We have all the creature comforts. We love our caravan. You know, it's got the full shower, separate toilet, the lounge area, the kitchen area, uh, Jasper's separate um, bunks and the washing machine. I mean, it, you know, the inverter, you know, it has everything. It's our tiny home on wheels. Yeah. And then so it's like they've just stuck an engine on the front of our van because it, <laughs> it's, it's really, really cool in that regard. And uh, we've talked about before, before we set off on this adventure, we, we thought we should try before we buy mm. and make sure that the caravan with the four wheel drive is the version that we wanted as a family and we'd hired uh, a motorhome for three weeks. Um, now, gosh, that's a good. I think that was at the start of 2019. Yeah. It's, you know, almost two years ago, I think. And so, and we came to the realization that for us, you know, wanting to get a little bit off track and a little bit further mm-hmm. afield and a few other things that we really wanted to go into the, the caravan. But in my scenario now, this is absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. And I love how you can be driving it, pull over, and you just get up out of your seat and, all right, let's have lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I so mean, cool. there are so many um, pros and cons to either the motorhome or the caravan. Mm-hmm. In fact, we were just talking about this, and I think we will feature a segment in an upcoming uh, YouTube episode and also the podcast where yeah, we really delve idea. into, um, you know, the best bits of either version to motorhome give you our opinion and overview. First caravan. Definitely. What I love about being in the motorhome at the moment for these next few weeks is that it feels like we're having a holiday, which is a yes. really interesting feeling because our van, it's home. Right. Yeah, and so when we're away from our it. van, we have all of those feelings that you would when you are on holiday anyway. You know, we, we're having a fantastic time, but we do miss the comforts of our own home and we look forward to going back to our own home, which, of course, is the caravan. So it feels really... Yeah, like we're on a holiday now because we've got this new motorhome. <laughs> and, yeah, it's really interesting. But in any case, a fantastic vehicle to drive. Yeah. So that allowed us to be able to continue on up to the Tropic of Capricorn. Yeah, look, we had 
A lot of travel plans locked in place before Paul um, decided to leapfrog Jasper and break his ankle. (laughs) And at the time, uh, you know, we thought we would have to cancel those. So to be able to keep our travel plans and commitments in place was so fantastic. It it really is. It it was a a bit of a coming to our rescue from Apollo. So I'm feeling pretty fortunate this week, very full of gratitude. Mm. So the first leg of our journey, we we knew that we wanted to actually get all the way up to Byfield National Park. It's about 40 kilometres north of Yapoon. Mm -hmm. Um, On the Queensland coast. Yes. And so we thought, well, let's just drive as far as we can for the first day and then arrive the following day, which is exactly what we did. Mm. We took the first leg, I think it was 477 kilometres from memory to a place called Miriam Vale, mm. just for a quick overnight. Yeah, Miriam Vale is sort of inland on the Bruce Highway from 1770, Agnes Water. Right, okay. Yeah, so a good stretch. And look, again, um, the thing that I noticed, and not that I've done that much towing with the Hilux and the caravan, but enough over the last the last few weeks in particular, Mm -hmm. to really notice the one thing that stood out and the difference between driving the motorhome and towing the caravan is the intense level of concentration Mm -hmm. that you output when you are towing a van. And maybe that eases as you get more comfortable with it. But that can be quite tiring, whereas driving the motorhome, I mean, we did a big day that day and I felt fantastic driving the motorhome. You know, I I could just easily, you know, keep going without yeah. feeling like, okay, I need to stop and give my brain a, <laughs> give my brain a break. And, and the grip on the yeah. steering wheel. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but it was a really quick stop and a little roadhouse caravan park called star roadhouse Mm. it was 25 dollars a night look it is right on the bruce highway uh so earplugs are recommended (laughs) but look we slept through got up early the next morning and then started the next leg of our journey to byfield national park roughly only 250 kilometers further down the road uh we went straight through rockhampton didn't stop there uh into Yapoon, mm. which we love. Yapoon, as far as a family travel destination, by the ocean, looking out over the islands of the start of the Great Barrier Reef. Oh, it's absolutely amazing. Brilliant. And yeah. that is uh, a whole nother episode to talk about yeah. <laughs> how fabulous Yapoon is. Yeah. But it's also a great place to stop to get supplies yes. for us to head to our, our final resting place place which was ferns hideaway resort in the byfield national park now just before we arrived there we were worded up by my youngest brother jeff jeff 1f as he's affectionately known who is actually uh currently up in this part of the world and and staying at ferns hideaway Resort. Katie mentioned he, he went there for a week and that was, I think, nine weeks ago. So yes. he's, he's absolutely <laughs> fallen in love with this part of Queensland. But we stopped at a, a little pottery, um, gallery called Knob Creek Pottery within the Byfield National Park. And this couple have done an amazing job in producing 
really fine, beautiful pieces of uh, unique, bespoke and individual pieces of pottery. Uh, they're using a number of different kilns and one in particular that grabbed my attention was called an Anagama kiln, which I think a lot of people know as a Japanese style of of pottery um, within a kiln. And well, I, I've been told since that it originated in Korea, then went to China and then went to Japan. Oh, wow, okay. Which is interesting and it's uh, it looks like a big dragon. It's amazing. It was amazing. It has all these different chambers and uh, which they manned for 24 hours a day over, I think, a three or five day period. And they're, they're changing and monitoring the temperature in the different chambers where they've just loaded up with all different oh, pieces. Incredible. I mean, any type of pottery you could imagine from figurines to pots and plates and mugs and I mean, it is amazing, you know, just pieces of art. And then they, they take it in shifts in monitoring this kiln. And then what really ends up this surprise reveal of, of the unknown on how the, the heat has affected the different pieces. Mm. And I think that's what's exciting about this kind of, um, this kind of art creation within pottery is that the, the owners and, and the, the people who are working in this space say, they don't know what they're going to get. Yeah, it's a surprise every time, which is kind of cool when yeah. you think that, you know, you've created something and you've put your your hard work and your love into it and then you place it, you know, in the belly of this giant <laughs> fiery beast and a few days yes. later you it reveals, you yeah. know, its, its final touches to it. It's so there's something really romantic about it that I love. And, and Sue and Steve who own... Uh, Knob Creek were just such lovely, welcoming people. They've got a fantastic setup there with their mm. gallery. It is in the middle of, you know, the Byfield National Park area, so the in local environment is just gorgeous. You can do some short little bushwalks on their property. Yeah. I mean, it's just fantastic. And I think their son, if I have this right, I hope I have this right, is involved within the family business and, and has created uh, a segment of the pottery called Pottery for the Planet. And a few weeks back, while we were at Trinity Islands, I chipped my coffee mug. And so I was pretty keen to check out their their coffee cups and what they had. And this particular line of products, yeah, the Pottery for the Planet, is a very beautiful, again, individualised pieces of, of art. And so we both picked up a new coffee mug and and also know that it's actually doing its part in supporting that region and the planet is a yeah a bonus. Mm. So must visit if you're in that area, uh, just to even just to go and have a wander. You know, it's yeah, it's, absolutely, it's wonderful to see it all happening. Okay, so we are now heading to Ferns Hideaway Resort, only five minutes up the road from Knob Creek Pottery, uh, but we're going to take a quick break. And, and when we come back, we're going to share what an incredible experience we had at Ferns Hideaway Resort. Subscribe to thefeelgoodfamily.com.au to keep up to date with all of our adventures and to access free resources and help you get the most out of your RV travels. And be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, 
the Feel Good family to watch our weekly episodes featuring Australia's best destinations, family-friendly experiences, and travel inspiration to get you out there living your best life. The Feel Good family, every Sunday night, 6.30 p.m. So, Ferns Hideaway Wilderness Resort. What an absolutely beautiful piece of environment. Oh, it is absolutely paradise. And to really understand the 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 energy and the feel of the place, let's start with the owners, <laughs> Marto and Genevieve. Yeah. Martin is their surname. So Marto, Martin and Jen. This particular couple are so passionate about what they've created, something that is unique, something that you won't see anywhere else. Marto is a, an accomplished musician, so there's a love of music mm. that's entwined in the experience. Uh, they love good food and wine, and they've had a chef working in that restaurant there now, I think, for 25 of the 40-plus years they've been there. Same chef. Wow. And so the food and wine is fantastic. And then you blend that all into an experience within a natural environment that is only, I, I think, could be described as a true Aussie um, subtropical bush experience that backs onto this incredible creek. And so you've got, uh, yeah, just a wonderful Aussie camping experience. Mm. And you're right, Paul, I think what makes this place so unique and such a standout are the characters. And we've said it a million times before, but the people really make the place. And the place, the environment is incredible in its own right. Yeah, so they have uh, a, an area that's really un for unpowered campers from tents, caravans, or motorhomes like we were. Uh, and then they also have these five log cabins that they've built that all have air conditioning, fire internal, um, fireplaces, mm. fire pits outside. They all have spas mm -hmm. with the, the creek water actually coming up to feed that, um, the spa. And it's like a tea tree looking kind of water, isn't it? But it's packed full of minerals and nutrients yes. and so good for your, your health and your skin. Absolutely, yeah. And Jasper and I enjoyed a beautiful bath in one of the cabins one night, which was a bit of a spoil for us. Um, but there's so many other great things that they have there, the communal camp kitchen and facilities that they've got set up, um, so many great sitting areas and beautiful mm. green lawn areas for the kids to run around. They've got a tennis court, a spa and a pool. They've got a volleyball court there. And something that really, really was wonderful for us to do um, and is accessible for anybody who goes and either dines in the restaurant with ferns or stays at the camp and caravan um, grounds there is canoeing on this incredible creek. So uh, they offer that for free to those people who are going out and staying or dining with them. And Oh, my goodness, what a beautiful way to while away a couple of hours canoeing in this pristine, peaceful environment. Gee, we had a great time doing that. You know, the canoeing actually reminded me of those movies that you see 
you know, years ago when you were a kid of the American camp, mm. the high school camp. Yes. And they go off and they all get the canoes and they, they head out. And, look, even with my moon boot on, I was able to, with the help, fortunately, of my, my younger brother, Jeff, get out on the water and take in this incredible environment full of wildlife, all the different bird calls that we could hear. And they have this very uh, special plant species mm. there called the Byfield fern, which is endemic to the region. And it's like this little fern, but it has a serrated edged leaf. Mm. And cleverly within the design of different pieces of furniture and even the pottery that we saw. But the region has really embraced that as an emblem for Byfield. And, and you can see why it's it's vibrant, green and beautiful. Oh, I know. It is just gorgeous. And it's one of those plants that if you didn't know that it was actually a real plant, you would think it's artificial because of how green and shiny this fern <laughs> is. It's just amazing. The whole experience for us was then really all brought together when we had dinner on the Saturday night mm -hmm. within the restaurant that is on the property. Beautiful food, yes, beautiful wine, a couple of drinks, and then, of course, Mardo, and he had his, his good friend there, Fish, on keyboards <laughs> and Mardo on guitars, performing a six-hour set. And now, I don't know if we've got any musicians out there listening or if you've been involved in entertainment or even been anywhere. To see musicians uh, play nonstop for six hours is pretty impressive. And also, basically going with whatever the, the, the restaurant crowd mm -hmm. ends up yelling out to them, hey, do you know this one? You know, And it didn't matter whether it was Ed Sheeran to Jimmy Barnes to the Eagles. Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett, yes. There was a lot of parrot heads there that night, wasn't there? <laughs> so it was, it was a wonderful uh, celebratory kind of experience to go and have a beautiful meal and then it, it sort of elevate into this really um, enjoyable kind of family-friendly party environment. Uh, which is really great. I, and I think you nailed it, Paul, and that's what Jan and Marto have absolutely nailed with what they've created there at Ferns, and that is the welcome to our family feel. Now, that is yeah. for everybody, whether you are staying there with them or whether you are going out to have a meal for lunch or for dinner. It is a open arms, you know, this is who we are, this is what we've created, and you really can feel that. Yeah. It's a really, truly special place. Yeah, it, that is perfect. It is a welcoming, family-friendly environment. And we'll give a quick shout-out to my brother, Jeff, who really gave us the introduction there and uh, told us, you know, you have to come and experience this for yourself. And it has been an amazing week there. So Yeah, and I think it will be one of those places, again, that we – we frequent often over the years because like Trinity Islands, mm. it is going to be one of those places where we will want to watch Jasper grow up in that environment as well. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Okay, so we're going to leave it there for this week. Next week we are excited to tell Ooh. you that we are heading to the famous Pumpkin Island <gasps> on the Great Barrier Reef. <gasps> Southern end of the Great Barrier oh, Reef. Oh, gosh, bring that on. I but can't wait. I think they refer to it as the gateway, don't they, to the they Barrier do. Reef. They do, yes. And 
wow, we've we've seen the images and heard about this island, you know, well into our travels over the last year and this week. Pinching wait. ourselves. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So that's going to be one to join us for next week. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening and that we hope you and your family are safe and well wherever you are. We'd love you to connect with us on our social media and our website, and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and, of course, YouTube. Yes, we do release our weekly episode every Sunday night, 6.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, The Feel Good Family on YouTube. And if you've enjoyed listening to our podcast, please subscribe and make sure you share it with those you think will love it too. Well, thanks again for listening. Dream big, look after your family. And happy trails. Feel the journey, feel the